0: Hello, hello, welcome to the Getting Dizzy Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Zardis. A huge shout out to all of my regular listeners, those of you who have come back time and time again. This is the 11th episode, and it is so gratifying to get a message or an email from somebody that they have listened to my podcast, they got one of the books that I recommended, and in some way they use that book to build upon themselves, to build into their daily regimen something that is slowly but surely improving their life and that they feel so strongly about it that they get back to me and thank me for the recommendation. I really appreciate that. For my new listeners, uh, what I do here on the podcast is I make four recommendations for self-help books or motivational books that hopefully will move you forward in some direction, uh, telling you about my personal experience with them as well as uh, some of my favorite things about the book. And then afterwards, I am also going through the Optimized Coaching Platform uh, to improve my coaching capabilities. And... The first person that we're working with is ourselves. So I have been coaching myself on improving things in my life. And this week's focus is part of the Carpe Diem, the getting started and seizing the day focus that we have in our coaching right now. And the focus this week is on work. So I'll talk about that after the book recommendations and So with no further ado, I'm going to jump right in to the first recommendation today, Unstoppable Teams, The Four Essential Actions of High Performance Leadership by Alden Mills. Alden Mills is a three-time Navy SEAL platoon commander and the founder uh, and CEO of Perfect Fitness, which is a dominating multi-million dollar uh, fitness company in the United States. He has uh, written a number of books. The first one was Unstoppable, and so this is Unstoppable Teams talking about the process he used to assemble teams that were working on over-the-horizon goals, Uh, over-horizon goals, over-the-horizon goals, also known as OTH, are goals that are much bigger than we can conceive of doing today. A lot of people use SMART goals, and that of course is really good for our day-to-day regular goals and jobs, Um, but over-the-horizon goals are things like building the Empire State Building or creating the train that uh, goes under the water from Britain to France. Uh, some of those huge projects; those are over the horizon goals. And how do you create teams that exceed everybody's expectations at every at every step? And as far as he's concerned, there is a simple uh, acronym that sizes up his philosophy on teamwork, and he calls it the Care Loop. And Care stands for C connect, A, achieve, R, respect, and E, empower. If you read the book, obviously we start off really simple here with uh, those four uh, key words, but then he goes into detail how each one of them are really important and start to build the framework for a team that can multiply its efforts versus the average team. Uh, Coming from the SEALs, he's used to his teams being considered to do 10 times the capabilities of what normal teams can do, and he feels that this care system really delivers on that. One of my favorite quotes was, what does it mean to deeply connect with others? It means you must bring curiosity, authenticity, and candor, a willingness to listen, and above all else, a consistency to your intent to build connections. For anybody who knows me and the way that I like to work with people, that quote really resonates. And I think it's uh, it's very indicative of the kind of uh, deeper work that he brings to this book. And so I highly recommend Unstoppable Teams by Alden Mills. Uh, the second book that I'm gonna recommend to you is a great book for learning. Uh, I think I did a focus a couple weeks ago on learning. And if I didn't mention this book, I should have, Make It Stick, The Science of Successful Learning by Peter Brown, Henry Roediger, uh, and Mark McDaniel. Now, many people, when they are learning something, sit down and cram. There are old habits that we have of rote learning where we try to repeat and repeat or we write things out like Bart, Bart Simpson on the chalkboard uh, as we are writing things in our notebooks, hoping that that will help get it into our mind. And this book talks about the many, many things that we can do to really help new information stick in our brains. Um, some of the simple things that I remember from this book are things like curveballs. That uh, when baseball players train for curveballs, quite often they are training curveball after curveball after curveball. So if I'm a batter and they want me to get used to curveballs, they will keep sending me curveball after curveball. But the problem is, is that is great for short-term uh, memory and uh, muscle memory. But as far as long-term memory and the ability to tell the difference when a pitcher is going to pitch a fastball and a curveball, you need to mix it up. So if you are learning something and you know that you have one or two ways that you are stronger at learning things, whether you're a visual learner or a reader and writer, um, many of us are, are kinetic learners making sure that you're mixing up the focus in Order to do that is a great way of giving yourself a curveball and sometimes breaking from the from the regularity They are also big on different kinetic learning that forces you to make things more difficult for yourself when you are learning I have to admit my students love when I bring reading material to class because for them it's really easy. They don't actually have to use their brain. They can just read, and hopefully, what they've learned so far, they'll be able to read clearly. Um, but they know that answer, that question and answer period is coming. And so I like to stop people in the middle of what they're saying and ask them questions about what they just read to reinforce what they just read. So maybe they can put it into their own words. Uh, And there are two really great strategies mentioned in this book uh, to do that. Uh, One is uh, explain it to me like I'm five and elaboration. So if you take some information that you've just learned and you break it down into its simplest concepts uh, or as if you're explaining to a five-year-old or for those of you who work in the multilingual world, for people who are just learning a language and you have to break it down into its simplest components, that can be really helpful for you to uh, analogize and to connect the language to other parts of your brain. And from there, you can then elaborate. And elaborating is the part where you are taking the information you have and extrapolating or or continuing along the information. Or then once somebody asks you more questions, what was this about? What was this about? What was this about? Then you can go into more detail. And sometimes you have to go back and read it again. But then hopefully you'll be able to explain it better. It's it's one of the reasons why I do this podcast is making sure that as these concepts are coming up and uh, I am... Thinking about some of these books as I go through my coaching process that I am going back and uh, regurgitating some of the information that I have so that it is connecting with the new information I'm learning. So um, that and the difference between static and dynamic testing, uh, I always want to make sure that my students are not just answering in the blank or ABCD multiple choice questions on a test, but instead are able to answer in a way that is uh, dynamic and changing because that's how language works. And quite frankly, that's how life works. So um, if you are looking for some improvements to your learning capabilities, I highly recommend the book Make It Stick by Brown, Roediger, and McDaniel third on my list today of recommendations is a topic that is near and dear to my heart the name of the book is turning pro tap your inner power and create your life's work by stephen pressfield now i love stephen pressfield's writing uh the war of art is uh certainly probably his best known work Um, But this turning pro is something that uh, is particularly good at the moment as there are a number of things that I'm looking to improve in my life. And Steven Pressfield's um, idea is that quite often we think of ourselves too much as amateurs uh, in things and that if we want to improve, that we need to think of ourselves as professionals. Now, sometimes when I say that I am a professional, people will say, what does that mean? Because uh, being professional has such a broad definition depending upon what you are there. But I think you know what professional means. When you are looking at professionals there is a knowledge that they are presenting as professional. And the more that you see professionals at work, the more that it reinforces that, those qualities. And I am going to mention uh, uh, some of those qualities. There is a portion of the book that talks about what are the professional qualities that we should adopt in our day-to-day life. Um, the professional shows up every day. The professional stays on his job all day. The professional is committed over the long haul. The professional, for the professional, the stakes are real and high. The professional is patient. The professional seeks order. The professional demystifies, demystifies, pardon me. The professional acts in the face of fear. The professional accepts no excuses. Uh, The professional is prepared. The professional dedicates himself to mastering technique. The professional does not hesitate to ask for help. Uh, The professional endures adversity. You know, there are any number of things on this list that even though I tend to think of myself as a professional, we tend to forget. Um, Humility, the ability to ask for help, that professionals uh, have no problem reinventing themselves uh, along the their professional qualifications taking something that you do and that you love and giving yourself that professional edge by saying i am a professional changes your whole perspective and i'm going to talk about running here for me because over the past couple months i've really let my my running slip between the weather and the health conditions and pandemic scares and isolation I have allowed myself to make that a secondary or tertiary importance to myself and uh, I was certainly not thinking of myself as a runner as a professional runner which I do I when I'm at my best I think of myself as a professional runner and when I uh, had the epiphany uh, of the, the, uh, the fact that I had gotten away from that as I was looking at myself in the mirror and seeing that I, I was not uh, fit in any way at this point, that I had put on weight, that I was no longer in any kind of running shape. Um, there was a moment, and, and we tend to think of epiphanies as great things that were hit with this amazing information, but quite frankly, there is a, as the book says, there is a hell in epiphanies where all of a sudden once the, the falsehoods are stripped away and we are looking at the truth, um, there is an embarrassment to the nakedness. Uh, And so I have rededicated myself in a number of different fronts, uh, especially this week uh, and the week before, uh, to being more professional in my running. And uh, I put my list of professional running qualities that I want to show right by my door so that as I'm walking out the door that I'm remembering, hey, a professional runner sticks to his schedule. Professional runner makes sure that rest is just as important as the run. Things like that to remind myself of what a professional does. I highly recommend this book. It's a great read, it's so accessible. Stephen Pressfield's Turning Pro Tap Your Inner Power and Create Your Life's Work. The third book that I'm gonna to recommend today. Uh, is a book that, in some cases, I don't agree with everything that is in the book. But I love this book because it is an incredibly readable book. It's exciting. It's something that takes a passion of my own and brings it to life with interesting real-life characters who drive over the top uh, towards their goals. And the name of the book is Born to Run. A Hidden Tribe, Super Athletes, and The Greatest Race the World Has Never Seen by Christopher McDougall. Now, there's all kinds of running training books that I could recommend, but if you're looking for something that will inspire you, that will make you feel like, wow, we as humans are supermen and women, that this is um, something that I recommend reading. Um, the, The core story of the book Is about this tribe in Mexico that are natural runners that they have a long and storied history of running uh, in their tribe and as part of their culture and what in their culture contributes to them being such great long-distance runners. Along the way we meet some incredible characters uh, as far as People who have inspired the, um, the, sorry, the barefoot running movement, which to be honest, I am not the biggest uh, fan of. Uh, I, I think that if it works for you, that's terrific. But especially since the time that this book has been written, I think that there has been a lot of examples where... Barefoot running, when it doesn't take into consideration any number of physical changes to the human body, uh, either on a personal basis or on a changing basis of our human physiology, um, doesn't necessarily apply to everyone. So there is a large portion of this book that talks about the evils of the, of the, um, uh, of the capitalistic uh, running shoes and, and certainly just this week we just found out that Nike has had four years of uh, billions of dollars in sales and hasn't paid any money in taxes to the US uh, which is a little uh, freakish to say the least so I'm, I'm not getting on their side per se But I'm also not going to tell you to take off your shoes and just go running, though that is a large portion of this book. Um, That's something that he keeps coming back to. What I love about this book is the characters, the information, the story is all interwoven, whether it is the evolution of human bodies to be runners, how we've adapted over time to be runners, how... Uh, we may have used uh, running as a species in order to dominate uh, the animals and, uh, and hunt animals uh, back when we were uh, just tribes uh, trying to survive. And then on top of that, the incredible people that make up marathoning and ultramarathoning races. I, I just can't go on and on about this book much more uh, without seeming fantic. Um, So I highly recommend Born to Run by Christopher McDougall. And that's it for the book recommendations this week for books that hopefully will in some way inspire you or uh, improve your life in some way. Uh, Now I'm gonna be talking about uh, the Carpe Diem focus that I've had this week on my own personal coaching. For those of you who've been following along, that Carpe Diem aspect is part of our AM bookend, which is at the beginning and the PM bookend at the end of the day, uh, evaluating what it is that uh, we've done in our day, what we want to do, how we are trying to be our best each day and that focus in the beginning of the morning where we are sitting down and saying, okay, so here is the time where I'm lining up my shot and taking aim for the day. So the first chapter was mentioned in my last podcast, which was energy, because without that energy, it's tough to do the the other two things that we're going to discuss. And today it's about work. So for most of us, at some point, we are going to work today and we are going to focus on the things that we need to. Who do we want to be? How do we define ourselves through our work? Uh, And is that something that we are constantly evaluating and improving in some way? So for me, I, I definitely took this time to take a look at myself as a teacher and a coach and look at the students that I have and what it is that I am teaching and coaching. Is this something that I am truly passionate about? If enthusiasm and, uh, and zest is a virtue that I'm known for, is, is the material that I'm presenting going to give me that opportunity to, to showcase that virtue to my students and to my, uh, to my clients? Um, am I making sure that I am improving my skills to the point where I am a master of some of these skills, so that the students, when they're working with me, are really absorbing the information that I'm I'm hoping to get? So, and and then on top of that, uh, back to some of the things that are wearing us away. What are some of the behaviors that I know tend to hold myself back and hold my students back from learning. When I am walking away from a class and sitting there going, well, that class didn't go the way that I wanted it to, why didn't it go that way? How can I make sure that that doesn't happen again? And not for me to reflect on the mistakes of the past, but when hopefully I I experience those mistakes in the past that I sat there and I said, okay, if I could redo that class over, how could I make it better? And so each day in the morning, I have been focusing on a weekly goal of both visualizing and thinking about how I can take that visualization of a habit and put it into practice that day with each of my students. So last week's focus, Uh, was dynamic silence. So knowing that there is a great deal of discomfort and uh, struggle for my students when I am silent, when they finish saying something, uh, I, instead of correcting them or giving them something new to learn or modeling the sentence, I try and make sure that throughout the class, I am giving that extra 5, six, seven, 10 seconds. And if you don't recognize how long 10 seconds can be in silence, I recommend that you take a moment here and shut off the, po- uh, the podcast and count to 10 uh, and see what that feels like. Because 10 seconds after somebody has given an answer of silence, really gets them thinking. It gets them analyzing what they just said. It gets them perhaps open to exploring the subject as if what they just said was not enough. Um, Thus giving me more of a chance to help them. Um, So this week, last week, my focus was on dynamic silence. This week, my focus is on randomizing questions. So we are talking about a certain subject and they are feeling pretty secure talking about the subject. And I am actively this week trying to ask them a question that doesn't quite deal with the topic. It's something that shoots off of the topic that we are discussing but doesn't necessarily directly impact the information that they learned. So that way they can see how those things are connected and see if the language helps connect them. Uh, Once again, just trying to every day work on a skill that will take me into being the best teacher that I can be. And for me, thinking of myself professionally, as a dynamic, uh, enthusiastic, and impactful uh, business English teacher, is is the the goal for what I'm I'm doing this week in that carpe diem focus. Um, so, and and the way that we tend to break this down in the coaching is making sure that we recognize the identity of who we want to be. Um, Then looking back in the past uh, about times where we were not uh, where we wanted to be and where we were doing our best work. And then what is that one word that day that uh, encapsulates what is our best work? And then back to the virtues, what virtues uh, and characteristics that are strengths for me am I going to use that day? which ones are ones that I know that I can rely on because they're the strength for me and then tying that to those specific behaviors. So, that was uh, the goal of what I was doing last week. And and of course it's carrying forward because once you know better, you do better. Thank you, Miss Maya Angelou. And that is our podcast for this week. Uh, if you haven't already, please make sure that you're hitting favorites and likes and downloading uh, on your favorite podcast channel to let people know that you like my podcast. And once again, don't let me be out here alone in this dark, empty void. I love hearing from you, the listeners, uh, friends, family, complete strangers alike, uh, especially if one of the books that I have mentioned has changed your life in some way. So with that in mind, I hope to hear from you soon. Thank you for listening to the Getting Dizzy podcast. Have a great week.